from the 2019 Global Legal Hackathon in New York City, New York. My name is Lawrence Coletti, and I'm the host for today's show. Joining me now from, I think, literally the other side of the world, I have Brian Tang and Corey Goodshow joining us from Hong Kong. Welcome to the show, you guys. Hey, welcome. How are you, Lawrence? Hey, Doing- Lawrence. Doing well, doing well. I am certain that our uh, our globe trotter Corey is very tired at this point. I think you are <laughs> actually going to go around the earth on this trip. Is that correct? I am completely around the world. I started LA, hit New York, on to Israel, then into Istanbul, Turkey, and finishing up in Hong Kong. Uh, Heading back home. <laughs> <laughs> well, you like the Carmen Santiago of San Clemente. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Where in the world? <laughs> or the Where's Waldo. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I actually dressed up as Where's Waldo for Halloween. I was the uh, the sole Where's Waldo in a flock of Beetlejuices. It was a strange night. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> so well, anyway, I just wanted, before we got into the interview to Corey, some of our listeners may not be familiar uh, with you or your work uh, with Integral Ledger, but why don't we start with that? Why don't we start with your bio? So Corey, why don't you tell us uh, where do you work? What do you do? And uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, so I am, my name's Corey Goodshow. I am the Vice President of Integral Ledger and Chief of Staff. I was also one of the founding team members for the Global Legal Blockchain Consortium and also the GLH, which has brought me here. Um, I work primarily in the blockchain space um, with large corporate legals and other avenues, such as the real estate protocol that we've just launched. So yeah, happy to be here. Uh, this is my second time around the world for GLH and always a great time. Always enjoy seeing what everybody comes up with. That's awesome. That's awesome. And how about you, Brian? Well, shortish version, you know, I trained as a lawyer, did my articles at Malison's, what was in Malison's in Australia, moved to New York, joined Sullivan Cromwell in New York and including Silicon Valley during the dot-com period doing IPOs. Then got headhunted to join Credit Suisse. So from private practice in New York to in-house in Hong Kong, a Credit Suisse covering investment banking, ECM, DSM, M&A. And then a few years ago, my wife, I think, calls it a midlife crisis. I left <laughs> and I joined uh, Startup Land. Yeah. So these days I have at least three capacities. One is I'm the founder of ACMI, and we do a lot of work in the reg tech space and AI governance and the like. The second is I have a new role at Hong Kong University. I curated a new initiative uh, called Light Lab at HKU. Light stands for Law, Innovation, Technology, and Entrepreneurship. Um, and it's an interdisciplinary and it's and experiential. And the third is I run a social enterprise called Young Makers and Change Makers. So it's really about inclusive uh, STEAM education. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent. So Brian and Corey, uh, you know, one of the questions we've been asking everybody, so we're obviously we're doing the hackathon from New York City here over at the Microsoft office and also at Oric. There was two locations over here. So very exciting. Got to see some very nice venues. One of the questions we've been asking everybody uh, is why are you getting involved in the hackathon? I mean, obviously, everybody's volunteering a weekend. There's a lot of work to do. Uh, people are traveling great distances to create these new products and services. So I think to each of you, you know, why are you involved in this, this uh, worldwide project? Let's start with Brian. Well, for me, the story I tell is this. After coming into startup land, I've been involved in hackathons and the way that startups have to react and work after, you know, and from, with a background in big law and big bank. 
And then when I heard about Global Legal Hackathon earlier last year, I thought, this was awesome, right? Finally, hackathon for lawyers. So I looked around to see who was going to organize it, and nobody was doing it. So I thought to myself, okay, right, um, I put up my hand. Okay, if I organize it, who else is willing to come in? So I was lucky enough to get Thomson Reuters on as a sponsor. Um, and so they, they were the co-host in terms of the venue as well as the FNB. So I said, great, I can just f- focus on curation side. So that's how I, I started, you know, back into the law, shall we say. Now, this year um, was a little bit different because TR had stepped away. So I ummed an artist to whether to do it because actually I – I take a little bit of issue in terms of what you said in terms of uh, oh, spending time on a weekend. It's not just one weekend, my friend. Yeah, not for a host anymore. <laughs> right? So I'm a host. So I had to find a venue, right? So when my original sponsor left, and we're lucky enough that Cyberport stepped in, and Corey can, can speak to it, yeah, right? it's really, really cool. Lawrence, you'd be really impressed. Right. Really cool space. So it's a government-funded incubation lab promoting innovation here in Hong Kong, and uh, they were willing to step in with the venue. And then in terms of sponsors, I was like, gee whiz, you know, um, and I I had to find sponsors just before the Chinese New Year period, which over here just shuts down. So I sent some emails to some some folk and I said, look, if I get some decent responses, that means I can run this. And I was lucky. I think I sent it to 12 large firms and at least seven came forward, uh, including some fairly big names. Um, So so from that point of view, you know, to me, um, it's so critical that um, lawyers are able and willing to embrace new mindsets uh, in terms of the, the, the way law is, is operating. When I was working, working and continue to work in reg tech and fintech, I was invited by B schools to speak to MBAs to say, whoa, you know, if you want to join an investment bank, think again, fintech's going to change it. Then I was invited to law school, says, whoa, um, if you think you're just going to join a big firm, think again, you know, there's AI and blockchain and technology, sure. legal tech's going to change it. So these are some of the reasons why I thought it was important, not just in terms of bringing together the, uh, the educational side, for students, but also helping with the journey in relation to the profession itself. So Corey can speak to some of the people I was able to invite over here uh, from from the bit large firms and the uh, legal innovation labs, but also to me the regulators. So we've had you know Hong Kong regulators and the Department of Justice were one of our judges. So to me, I'm about building ecosystems, and this was a great platform which to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Corey, you know, we'll adjust maybe the question for you a little bit. I mean, obviously, yeah, you work with Integra Ledger and you guys put on the uh, the Global Legal Hackathon. But, uh, you know, so we know why you're there. But, uh, you know, we've been sharing your posts online and, and you know, you're making all these wonderful connections across the world, you know, some new friendships. So, you know, maybe let's talk about that. You know, like how many people and, and uh, all the different cities and just it seems like something that uh, is so it's. Yeah, it really is. It's taken on a life of its own. And uh, for me, you know. You do, and you spend time uh, with these individuals, be it the hosts and or even, you know, some of the participants. And, you know, I've had the opportunity to mentor a few of the teams along the way. And you really do become, you know, vested in these people and to watch them, watch their ideas kind of come to fruition. For me, it's really kind of a special thing, especially if you've had a chance to mentor with them um, and you get to know these people. You know, when you spend, you know, three days with people, long, long days and you eat with them and talk with them, um, you really do form bonds and friendships. And I've been really, really fortunate. Um, Obviously, last year I was able to be in Israel. So this was my second year going back there. And so it was really like coming home to see friends and, you know, and see family and 
you know, coming back. I, as it is Brian, a community, isn't it? It is. It yeah. really is a community. So aside from the actual solutions that come out of it, I think that the community that it builds really is what makes it least exciting for me uh, to continue to make the long journey around the world. You know, when I have friendly faces, you know, meeting me. And it's a tough job though, huh? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I think anybody that hosts needs... You know, no, I meant traveling around the world. Oh, yeah, kidding. no. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I, Lawrence, you say, you know, you share a lot of the posts and stuff. And I, I do. I get to meet lots of amazing people and really form really good friendships. And But I kind of laugh when people are like, you have the best job ever. And you know what? I really do. But you're seeing the snippets of, of good stuff. You don't right. see the 56 hours that I spent on a plane <laughs> to, to, to see all these people. But honestly, I really, I really do enjoy it. But it means a lot. I just want to interject that it means a lot for us as hosts. Yeah. Because especially for us here in Hong Kong, so far away. Sure. And have you come over here. It really helps you know, bring it home in terms of how global. And we are yeah. part of this global yeah. thing. Right? Yeah, you are. You really are a part of the global ecosystem. And it's, it's fun. See, there you go, Corey. The the more tired you are, the more people enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's see how exhausted we can get her. <laughs> as long as you can find uh, good food and good wine, I'm usually your best friend. So. <laughs> Well, as you guys know, uh, each of the locations, each of the host cities and host locations, uh, they're putting out challenges for a lot of these groups to come up with a product or service that sort of meets the needs of uh, at least the needs that they feel are real important. So just, uh, you know, coming out of Hong Kong, Brian, what were some of the challenges laid down for the participants in your neck of the woods? Well, we didn't do a challenge per se, but what we did specifically do is, again, link to my own background. And one of the things I thought was important to grow the ecosystem here too is the concept of reg tech. Mm-hmm. So what we actually branded it as was legal reg tech hack in conjunction with Global Legal Hackathon. So this allowed me to attract people in the reg tech space as well, because normally if they just saw legal global legal hackathon and say, well, okay, that's not my peeps. Right. But this way, so we did have a few reg tech solutions that came up uh, this time around. But to be honest, while it wasn't my favorite format, I've learned to appreciate the, the breadth of global legal hackathon. Mm-hmm. Normally with hackathons, as you would know, Lawrence, are much more focused so that your outcomes are more tailored. In this case, we really got a number of different yeah. kinds of solutions from all over the spectrum, um, which is great because it's what people felt passionate about. Yeah. I think that, you know, similar to other areas that I've been, I think it's important that people work on something that if, when you're looking at building a company is what really these people are looking at doing. And if you're looking for a long-term viable solution, you have to be passionate about it. Otherwise, there's really no way that you're going to walk away from this weekend and go, oh, okay, great, now I'm going to pick up a new project because most of these people have day jobs. You know, yep. They have other you know, passions and, and or jobs to work on. So for them to take on a brand new project and really make it their own, it's got to be something that they're passionate about. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I was just going to say, and then link to that, one of the things with hackathons is what happens afterwards. Sure. Right, and so I think... I think the same way that Global Legal Hackathon is now, I think, trying to build a community around it. That's what we've tried to do here as well. Mm-hmm. Firstly, through light, so with a university basis, but you know, there's certain that tends to be a little bit more academic or focus on a younger crowd. But we've also just you know soft announced Lexi, yeah, which the idea being it's an uh, legal tech and reg tech um, incubator. Yeah. So what right. we would love is after this hackathon around the world. If there are parties who say, look, this is great. I may or may not have won, 
but I, I met these great people mm-hmm. and we want to build something and we want to go forward. We want to build a platform to for those folk who want to, to build businesses yeah. to incubate, right? And we can do on-premise here in Hong Kong or we can do virtual as well. We're still exploring cool. and we'd love to work with people who are interested in that. And I'd uh, open that up to your listeners and also the rest of the Global Eco yeah. Hackathon after their competitions, wherever they are, whether they won or they didn't, yeah. if they you know, they want to continue further. They're interested in incubation and the like. Come look us up. So, yeah, that's um, fantastic. What a great offering because that is, you know, moving forward after the hackathon, it's like, okay, now what? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, that, you know, after, for some of us who've been through enough of those, hackathons are wonderful in so many different ways. Sure. But there are limitations. And so sure. we're trying to bridge that gap. And I was inspired by a, a separate kind of hackathon that I had seen. And so last week I was working with an accelerator, and that's literally what yeah. they did. They, they created the accelerator on the basis of, hackathons around the world and taking the best there. So we'd love to throw that out to um, Global Legal Hackathon participants if they want to take it forward. Lexi is the name we came up with. L-E-X with a little I. I Um, And yeah, forward to sharing more soon. Very cool. Well, we're running short on time, but I just had a couple of quick questions uh, for you guys. Uh, now, you're a little bit more uh, advanced in the cycle here for the for the hackathon, so your competition is over. So, Brian, who, who was the uh, winner over from the Hong Kong aspect of the hackathon? Well, the way we structured it is we had a top public benefit and the top private, the way that Global Legal Hackathon is structured. And then the judges chose the best between those as well. Mm-hmm. And the winner is Access Our Community. So, uh, which is, of course, a pro bono, uh, so it's on the public, of course, public benefit, but they focus on a pro bono uh, platform to allow lawyers and and charities to better be able to interact with one another. And they're trying to do this through a social enterprise, so it becomes a sustainable model. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, what's pleasing about that is really builds on the success for Hong Kong, because as you would know, Lawrence, um, we were so pleased when our top Hong Kong team, Decoding Law, yeah. made it to the finals last yeah. year. Wow, so exciting. You know, um, half of them were students, half were developers. They went to New York to that lovely venue you mentioned, yeah. and then they won. So so we have that to live up to, and, yeah. you know, we have great hopes for, for this, this team as well. Well, we're looking forward to seeing their work. So last question for both of you. You know, if our listeners, they want to reach out, uh, ask some questions, maybe get involved at next year's hackathon, how can they reach you? Let's start with Corey. So my email is Corey at IntegraLedger.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn. Excellent. And Brian? Sure. I was trying to think about which best way to to contact me. So I guess the light initiative we have at Hong Kong U, it's L-I-T-E dot law, L-A-W dot H-K-U dot H-K. So that's the community we're building there. Um, But if you want to contact me more directly, especially in relation to Lexi, so it's L-E-X-I at Asia, A-S-I-A-C-M-I dot com. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode, but I want to thank our guests for joining us today. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Corey. Thank you. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review us in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcasting app. I'm Lawrence Coletti signing off from the 2019 Global Legal Hackathon. Until next time, thank you for listening. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. 
as always, consult a lawyer.